Hey, I'm Brenda. She, her. Uh, hey, I'm Austin. He, him. And this is Secret, Secret History, History of, of Nerd, Nerd Mysteries. Welcome to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. My name is host Brenda. My name's host Austin. Welcome to episode nine. It's one episode before ten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I think two episodes ago or three episodes ago, we we do this remotely because there's a pandemic, boot me and Brenda. Um, and so I, I send her the files because Brenda's also our editor and producer. And like two episodes ago, I think I sent the files like, Secret Histories 10. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, I don't know what episode number we're on. I hope that's right. And then it was, it's like, it was like seven. <laughs> it was episode seven. And I was just like, well, I'm really the only one who knows because I'm the one who does the editing and I organize everything. So I was like, all right, I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nine whole weeks. Yeah. We did nine, Right. Because the first week is episode one. It's, it's the same thing like when people ask like how old I am, sometimes I'll count the year I was born. I'm like, no, that's not how babies work. <laughs> We're both, well, you're not, you're not you, did you have your birthday, Austin? No, my birthday is in, is in July. Yeah, it's, it's almost exactly a month from now. It's July 26. <gasps> oh, so we're both almost 29. Yeah. I am 29. So I'm a March baby. March baby. March baby. Summer baby. So I never got cool like school birthday stuff where like everyone has to bring you a card. Like you bring like store-bought cookies and everyone's like, here's a card or like the class sings to you or something, you know? Yeah. You like, well, you have to bring in the cake <laughs> or yeah, the cookies. It, it was weird because you're, I guess I never had it, but I imagine like your parents make the treat or get the treat and you're like, oh, for my birthday. I'm like, this is for your class. And you're like, it's <laughs> my birthday. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get one. Did your school ever do the thing where it was like one day for like all the summer birthdays? No, that oh. sounds great. Yeah, that's what my school did. So like the teacher would bring in treats. So it wasn't like all the students who had summer birthdays had to bring in treats, but it'd be like, this is the day for all the non, like, when you don't have your birthday during the school year. So oh. it also included, like, people whose birthdays are, like, on, like, uh, holidays or, like, over, like, winter break or that sort of thing. So they could kind of have a day. That sounds rad because it's just, like, maximum treat time. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I I wish. No, I didn't do anything like that. My school had a, we used to, we used to do a hundredth day celebration for the hundredth day of school in the school oh. year. I re we did that too. That was um, weird. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like a day. It felt it's the closest my life ever felt like the TV show recess because it was like <laughs> a day where like we didn't really have school. Like I remember just wandering the school on those days and like going to each classroom and getting different like treats and toys and stuff. Uh, they stopped doing it by the time I was like in fifth, fifth or sixth grade. They like stopped doing that. So it was only mm -hmm. when I was a kid. But looking back, I realized, like, all the people handing it out were the older students. I'm like, oh, they didn't get to have, like, a fun time. They were, like, working. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, once you're old, you work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's so, like, oh, go ahead. So, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I guess it's good they stopped because I would have just been working. And I'm like, oh, I got to have fun and never have to pay it back. Thanks. That was like in middle school. My middle school was fifth through eighth. And um, which I only say because I know like schools are kind of broken up differently these days. Yeah. Um, Even like my school district has like an intermediate school now. But anyway, so the fifth and the sixth graders would get to have like a, a Halloween party and Halloween parade and get to dress up. Mm-hmm. But once you're in seventh grade, no. <laughs> so you're in the same school and the Halloween parade is going through the school and you're in class learning about. I don't know, taxes. <laughs> you, 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 hey, I wish it was taxes. I know, it was probably like, um, I don't know, some bad book or something. <laughs> y equals MX plus B. Yeah. <laughs> this will be very equitable to your life, not yes. taxes. <laughs> While I was sitting in algebra and watching the Halloween parade, I was really doing something that would benefit me in the future. <laughs> It's not like I dress up all the time. Like that Halloween was good practice for future cosplays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my school, we couldn't dress up for Halloween after like, at least it was like young. It was like after kindergarten. They're like, no. Oh. So I went to a pre three through eighth grade school. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. So when I was three, when I was four and then I was five for kindergarten, like dress up. And then first grade, they're like, whoa, 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 you have a uniform. Chill out. Oh. Calm down. We'll bring in candy, but like, chill out. No dressing up. Yeah. Man, wow. Good school memories. Did you ever do like the, oh God, this is, this is a wild memory. The international day. Oh, no. no. Oh, I'm dredging this up. So they would give us a passport and you would decorate your little passport. Uh-huh. And then all of the individual classrooms would um, like decorate have like a country kind mm-hmm. of theme mm-hmm. and <laughs> it, it's actually not as cringy as you think it's gonna be it sounds bad but so you would like go t- so we had like a, a student whose mom was from scotland and so mm-hmm. she came in and talked about her experience living in scotland so they got like people from the community to come in and talk to people and then you would stamp your passport and then you went back to class mm-hmm. and if you successfully managed to see them all you got a cookie. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that I mean, okay, yeah, I definitely, in my head, that was going way worse. I was like, I need to stress that this is not, like, just people being like, and this is this country, and they do this thing. That's wild. No, it was, like, people <laughs> who were experienced. I mean, so I have one quick thing, and then yeah. I'll I'll let you do, we'll do the real thing, but... My school in the big, there were like each class did like a really cool thing. Like fifth grade, we had, um, oh, in fifth grade, you got to have like a sugar cane, like candy party because the social studies teacher, fifth grade was the first grade in my school. Like it was, you had a homeroom and you switched classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the homeroom teacher for fifth grade was also the social studies teacher and she was a real Miss Frizzle. But yeah. this lady brought in like a whole sugar cane and a machete and like chopped it up for us. What? <laughs> like in class, like chopping machete, talk like chopping sugar cane with machete, talking about like sugar cane and sugar refinery and like the horrors of like slave labor, like was what the whole lesson was about. Oh my goodness. 
and she was like, feel it with your hands. And like, it, cause your hands get kind of tacky and rough when you rub on sugar cane. Like it's not a fun experience. Um, she's like, imagine working like this for like, you know, slave labor, like hours. And it was, she was like a very hands-on lady. And then, but the, cr- the cringy thing I have is in sixth grade, Uh-oh. um, the homeroom teacher did a Chinese New Year's party. This lady Uh-oh. was very white. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like i didn't i and i didn't even get to go to it so i can't talk about how good or bad it was because i got my one and only like big sickness through all of middle school i got pink eye that week oh no but i know like she would move desks and you sat on the floor Uh-oh. yeah yeah Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, i won't I, my school is no longer open um I won't call out that teacher, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, looking back, I'm like, oh, oh, mm -mm, mm, ma'am, mm -mm. (laughs) we, you you are very white, this is a very white school, I'm, like, one of the three black kids, I don't think there was a single person of Chinese descent in the school. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, God. Yeah, school was, um, wild. Um. Yeah, I mean, I get, you wanna, you wanna get kids to be, like, quote-unquote cultured and intercultural but maybe you hire diverse staff that that helps that's step one is like (laughs) hire hire diverse staff so you could have a diverse over over you know (laughs) of education that's step one step one uh yeah yeah um, well, last week we did a two-part special on Nicktoons, which, not to get too into analytics, were our most popular episodes to date. Nice. I saw a lot of people that saw that we were going to do two parts, and they wanted to wait for part two as well. So we bu- we built that hype. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, Anchor, who is who we pu- publish this through, who was supposed to distribute our podcast <laughs> to all the different platforms, um never did that so like currently our anchor analytics and our spotify analytics are two separate ones so i have to check them both (laughs) they're supposed to all roll together so i was just looking at the anchor ones and i was just like oh okay this is fine and then i looked at the spotify ones and i was like oh (laughs) that's there they go there it is (laughs) welcome listeners thank you so much for listening um hopefully we can keep up that nicktoons momentum but anyway really quick Wanted to talk about, uh, there was like a big chunk of Pokemon announcements. Is this nerd news? This <laughs> is nerd news. <laughs> so, yeah, there were two Pokemon. They're not Pokemon Directs, but they are. They're, they're uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Presents is what they're calling them. That's what it was. I was like, I was working on a research for today and i was just like what did they call that and i it's couldn't called pokemon presents presents okay so it's not like a nintendo direct it's a pokemon present yeah because um, directs are longer and ah. have usually contain news about like new mainline games and these decidedly did not this is just what pokemon's doing in the meantime while we wait for the next next game coming out so there was pokemon smile which is a toothbrushing app. <laughs> brush your damn teeth. <laughs> just just brush your teeth. This is something I do not need to be told. I probably brush my teeth too much. Um, but I mean, the art's really cute and it is geared for kids. So yes. getting I kids think- to brush your teeth is big. A lot of these felt like a reminder to older fans. Like you, 
we we're for children. We're glad you like them, but we we're for chil- children. Chil- we, Kid, we, yeah. Kids. <laughs> I feel like the impression I've gotten is that in Japan, Pokemon kind of is definitely for kids. Like there are adult fans for sure, but like mm-hmm. they seem to understand more that like this is a kid saying that shows are for kids, movies are for kids, mm-hmm. um, Pokemon Smile is for kids. Uh, something that we here forget often. <laughs> yeah, it it definitely seems like adult. And older teen, like, just older fans here in general, like, think it's primarily for them, and it's really not. Like, when you look at it, brass tacks, like, Pokemon's a pretty simplistic way to get people into video games and RPGs. Mm-hmm. It's like baby's first RPG. Yeah. But and that's it's fine. like Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a good gamer. I just like to have a good time. I like <laughs> some, like, some story elements. I like catching cool Pokemon. Um, I'm not in it to... Like complete the Pokedex, which is yeah. the, the the main goal. Or I'm not in it to what's that one Nuzlocke challenge? I hate oh, that. Yeah. That's hate terrifying. That. Why do you want to feel like? Why do you want to pretend they're dead? What's yeah, wrong with you? It's like they're not dead. They don't die. That's the point. That's literally the point. That's that was like a huge deal for an RPG at the time because like usually like because the other game like it where you built like a team was Fire Emblem and they die. They're just like, no, they de- they're dead. They're, they are dead. You will understand death. <laughs> like, <laughs> And Pokemon's like, no, they're, just, they're asleep. They're tired. They fainted. Uh, They'll be back. Universal healthcare can save everyone. <laughs> 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 One second. Okay, my, my cat had his head in the tank for the uh, humidifier, and I was like, don't <laughs> drink that. <laughs> okay, he's good. <laughs> what, what, what else was in this Pokemon Presents? Um... Well, people were hoping to hear an announcement from uh, for remakes of Diamond and Pearl, and that didn't happen. So everyone's Super really dramatic. pissed. Um, they announced and said like a Pokemon. Is it a MOBA? Yeah, it's a MOBA. A MOBA, which stands for Mobile O Beans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> can can I can I get that again? <laughs> stands for Mobile. Oh beans. Ah. <laughs> um <laughs> MOBA MOBA everyone stands for multiplayer online battle arena. <laughs> or <laughs> mobile oh beans. <laughs> ah. <laughs> League of Legends is my favorite oh beans. <laughs> it's my favorite of the oh beans genre. Yeah, so it wasn't what people were expecting, and this is the one that was broken off into its own presents yesterday. And so I woke up for this one. I missed the previous one. I slept through it. So I woke up for this one, and I was just like, oh, I'm so bad at MOBAs. <laughs> it's weird because, so the previous one in my, was the big one because we found out new Pokemon Snap. Yes, which is a big deal, which also leads us right into today's topic. We're talking about Pokemon Snap. Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is a hard one. I, was, I had a lot of topics I wanted to do this week, and I was just like, we have to like zero this down to like something topical, something that I think that we both could jam about. And Pokemon Snap, which is one of my favorite video games. It's a very good game. It's like a, I feel like it's almost like a cult classic, if, that, if I'm using that terminology right. I feel like, yeah, I think so. Um, it's definitely one of like, the top 10 titles for the n64 um 
not even just as a Pokemon game, but just as like a solid game within the constraints of mm-hmm. what the N64 was capable of. Uh, and for years, the Pokemon company has kind of been like, like a, uh, who in particular was it? That was, this is me finding the name <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, anyway. Oh, I just realized I put that name in a different document I was working on. So anyway, I don't have that name. But anyway. Uh, the Pokemon Company, the Pokemon Company for years has kind of just been like, oh well, how laboratories worked on this game. We, you know, mm-hmm. we're like our own separate thing. Like time has passed. They're kind of just a part of Nintendo now. Uh, we don't know if we can make it happen, mm-hmm. um, but it's happening, everyone. <laughs> Which I think is kind of why it's not being like billed as like Pokemon Snap Two. It's like new Pokemon Snap. So this is a new experience. Yeah. New game. You're not going to get like the same thing you got before. And I think we all just have to be prepared for that. It's going to be different for sure. I'm excited because the Switch is a pretty powerful system, honestly. For like, for what Nintendo uses it for, like, it's more than capable. Oh, yeah. Um, I do think that it would have been really cool to have it on the Wii U because you can have the pad and take pictures with the gamepad. Mm-hmm. That would have been really neat. Um, but also, I just kind of think it's better that it's on the Switch because the Switch is just overall a more popular, better system than the yeah. Wii U was. I, I uh, like the idea of being able to take it anywhere. Like, I, I do, I guess the perfect would have been if the Switch had a camera or whatever, but the Wii U had that game camera and they really never figured out a way to use it well. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had it, they built it, they're like, it's part of this thing, and then no one did anything with it yeah there are like some little mini game like mm-hmm. by which i mean like baby games not like for babies but like just smaller <laughs> games that was all centered around the camera and they weren't very fun it was it very much felt like they're like it's like a tablet tablets have cameras this has a camera yeah i'm kind of <laughs> glad that the switch doesn't have a camera because i feel like for a while like the 3ds had a camera and like all the stuff has cameras my ipad has a camera i never use it mm-hmm. like my phone has a camera. That's all it needs. Like, I don't need to take pictures with my Switch. <laughs> yeah. But maybe if I was 10, I would need to take pictures with my Switch. I don't know what kids are up to these days. <laughs> they just have the kid tablets. They have, like, kid iPads you can get now. Oh, yeah, they do. The ones uh, with, like, 50 layers of bumper padding. So, I remember Pokemon... Was am, was Pokemon Snap before Pokemon Coliseum? Yes, way before Coliseum. Because Coliseum released for the... um. GameCube. The GameCube, that's right. I don't know why. In my head, it's always it was also on the N64. <laughs> I don't know why. No worries. I also really love Pokemon Coliseum. Um, I pre-ordered but, that game, um, and it's definitely one of my favorite Pokemon titles. But Pokemon Snap is cool because it was that was the first time we had like big Pokemon like on the like on our TV. Yeah. Um. I forgot to look up when Pokemon Stadium came out. I think Pokemon Stadium might have predated it a little bit. But the okay. cool thing about Pokemon Snap was just that it made you feel like the Pokemon world was real because it showed you Pokemon just like out in the world existing and you had to puzzle it through and take pictures of them in order to find them. It was really cool to see them. It it made me want to finish the Pokedex because it was a different like it was a different experience. Yeah. And it didn't have all the Pokemon in there. There was only 63 Pokemon in the final game. Um which was mostly due to the limitations of the N64 and like what it could handle. Because it couldn't right. handle much. Um, now, really quick, we're going to back up a little bit and just go through some brief history of Pokemon Snap. 
It is one of the first Pokemon spin-offs. It was released in 1999 by HAL Laboratories in conjunction with Nintendo. Um, it was originally envisioned as a game called Jack and the Beanstalk and was <laughs> from I know, right? It was seemingly a plant growing simulator. There's very little information about like what this game was or what you were going to do in it. Maybe you grew beans and then you took pictures of plants. That's all I was able to glean. Okay. Um, and then originally this game was supposed to be released on the 64 DD, which was an add-on, a Japan exclusive add-on for the Nintendo 64 oh. um, that utilized a disc based system in addition to like the Nintendo 64's cartridge system. So it was kind of like, you know, how like there's the Sega or the Sega CD that, that like latches onto the Sega Genesis. This is exactly that, but for Nintendo, but it sales did so badly in japan that it was never released internationally so either games were just kind of like um reworked to fit onto a cartridge um when they released internationally or we didn't get some of them until the gamecube so an example of that is animal crossing was originally released for the 64 dd um and we did not get an animal crossing title until the gamecube i didn't know that i yeah okay that that makes a lot of sense i guess yeah um so this game was originally Jack and the Beanstalk was being worked on starting in 1995 and um in 1996 Pokemon is released and it's like this big like runaway hit everyone loves it no one was expecting it to be as big as it was so as production on Jack and the Beanstalk which at some point has added a camera functionality that works in conjunction with the 64DD's uh ability to have internal clocks Mm -hmm. um and more like just memory space in general um at some point jack and the beanstalk had stagnated in production and that whole team was just rolled over into working on a primarily photography based game and then um as shigeru miyamoto said they were somewhat forced into making it a pokemon <laughs> game <laughs> the people want it the people demand it the people want a pokemon game where you can take pictures of pokemon <laughs> Um, but they were also just having a hard time figuring out, like, what's the hook for a game where you take pictures? Um, and I know there's, like, a couple more prominent, um, like, horror games where you take pictures of ghosts. That's mm -hmm. the only other examples I could find of, like, a picture-taking game where it's, like, you're just taking pictures. Um, so Pokemon honestly gave it the hook that it needed to become a successful title and for it to actually get made. The team that was working on this was called Jack and Beans, so when you play Pokemon Snap and it shows, like, the... <laughs> Nintendo logo, and then the HAL Laboratories logo, and then it just says Jack and Beans, because that's the team that works on it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. That's a good, good little inside throwback. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember, I don't know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know, like, the enough of the history, because I know the game came out in Japan first, and it came out for us in the U.S., um, like, a lot of, like a lot of things do. Mm -hmm. um or at least did back then i know now they try and do like simultaneous releases because of the internet uh but i remember you you were playing as the photographer kid from the pokemon and like supposedly you were uh i think his name is todd at least in english it was todd i doubt that's what it was in japan <laughs> i think okay so his name his full name is todd snap and i wow. think his japanese <laughs> name is toru okay um i don't know for sure i'm pretty sure that's what it is um, so we had seen here in America had like gotten the anime episodes with him because he shows up in the first series of the anime for like three episodes. Right. He sticks around for a good chunk of time. 
Um, he, and you, oh, go ahead. He wants to go take a picture of Articuno? Yeah, he's like, I'm really obsessed with taking a picture of this bird. He's just like, um... I need to go find this god bird and take a picture. Just a picture. Just a picture. <laughs> just a picture. I don't want to catch it. I don't catch Pokemon. Um, I remember there's like a part where Team Rocket is talking to him. He's just like, yeah, I shoot Pokemon. And they're like, oh, wow, we need you on our team. <laughs> and then they went down. <laughs> then he just takes pictures of them and they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> Sir. We wanted you to shoot Pikachu. I and did. And so he's like, yeah, no. he's like. He does this cute little, like, photography session with Pikachu, and he, he hands, like, Team Rocket the pictures, and they're just like, where's Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just remember, like, Pokemon, I don't know if it's just, like, timing US was like that, but it always felt, like, so intentional. They're like, here's this photography kid, and here's the game where you play it. Like, it just felt like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like the timing for us was, like, very, like lined up so we saw snap and then the game came out i don't know if in japan like that was the same case it might have lined up the same i also just but... always wonder like how much of that stuff is planned out between like the anime and then you know, the mangas are different and then like the games like when they introduce people like are all those teams talking because they're all different teams like those are all different groups of people making this thing yeah i feel like the people who do the manga and the people who do the anime definitely do not talk to each other <laughs> The Pokemon anime is so bananas. It's, like, really dark. Yeah. Did I say anime or manga? You meant manga. You meant manga. Yeah, I meant the manga. Excuse me. It's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the anime plays it very safe. The manga is super dark. Right. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, here's a weird fun fact about Todd Snap. Um, I collect, like, Pokemon VHSs and Pokemon DVDs. Okay. Um, and so I have the VHS and the DVD for uh, the episodes that have have Todd Snap in them. Mm-hmm. On the DVD, they say his name as Snap, and on the VHS, they say Todd. <laughs> I, why? I remember seeing this when I was like younger and just being like, excuse me? Pardon? What? Why did you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what? Um, that's a weird bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good one. That you don't want a trivia night. Um I remember like the whole point of it was Professor Oak wanted you to take pictures of them and you got points. Yeah, so the main mechanic of the game is like or the plot of the game is that you're a photographer. Professor Oak comes up to you and instead of being like, Hey, can you catch all the Pokemon, put them in pop in the Pokedex, he's like, Hey, can you just take pictures of Pokemon? This time we're just trying to document them. <laughs> like <laughs> we're just trying to take pictures of all the Pokemon there are. Um and the main through line is that Todd Snap was out taking pictures one day and saw the uh, legendary Pokemon Mew. And his goal is to take a bunch of pictures of Pokemon and then eventually run into Mew again. Um, so you're working for Professor Oak, gives you new gadgets. You, It's like a rails-on shooter game, but right. you're, you're shooting pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot Pokemon. <laughs> so you're like in a car, rails-on, which in video game terms means like you can't move around aside from like just moving the camera side to side. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually you can kind of speed up a little if you're trying to get to a certain point in the stage, but you kind of slowly meander through a stage. There's like a beach, there's a river, there's a mountain, um, there's a couple others, and you just kind of slowly meander around. And as you go, Pokemon appear, and it's your goal to like catch them right in the reticle of your camera in a very specific way and take a picture of them. And then, then you've done it, and then you get 
it, it was an interesting game that had like sort of replayability, especially for younger players, because when you would, as you get more points and you upgrade, you would get like a new item, which in Professor Oak, like, oh, now you can find even rarer Pokemon. So you need to go back to past ages because you're like, well, now I have like the, this like Pokeball that makes certain Pokemon run out of like hiding. Mm hmm. Um, that's one thing I'm worried about for like the new one. Cause like back then when this game came out in 1999, um, there, the internet was around, but it wasn't quite as like prevalent as it is now. So like when you're a kid, you wouldn't have as much access to the internet as kids these days would. Mm -hmm. Um, so a big part of Pokemon Snap was just kind of like organically working through the game and figuring out all of the secrets as you went. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of worried for the new one because I feel like the internet's just going to be like, oh my God, Entei's hiding in that volcano. like. Right. So it's not just going to feel as organic as it would have, like, back then. Um, I know the community of Pokemon people online is pretty... It's surprisingly healthy, depending on where you hang out. Um, yeah, it's like, stay away from the people who thought Sword and Shield looked bad. <laughs> yeah, those people are, like, just no good. Um, yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends, including you, like... I go into Pokemon games mostly blind. The only thing I ever look into is like, but what's my starter going to look like? Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, okay, I already have my starter. And that's like the first decision you make in the game. So it's like, I have yeah. my starter predetermined and I'm ready to go. Like you look up the evolutions for it, but. And I'll do that. I'll look up if like I get a Pokemon that I like a lot and it gets like level 40 and it hasn't evolved. I'm like, does this thing evolve? Am I like, should I, am I waiting for something? <laughs> yeah, I, I do that too. Well, it'd be like, when when the heck is this little snob going to become a beautiful moth lady? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do I need, like, an item? Because, like, like, some of the stuff is so complex, and I wonder if they'll do anything complex for Pokemon, for new Pokemon Snap, not Pokemon Snap 2. Um, that's just, like, a little bit more involved where you need, like, maybe several different mechanics. We don't know a lot about the game, but I assume it'll follow at least a formula. Yeah, um... Yeah, I wonder what the the spin on it's going to be, because like Nintendo has previously said, like, hey, we're not going to make it unless like we can find a new thing to do with it. And I'm like, what's the new thing? Right. What's it going to be like? Can I fly? Am I going to fly? Like, Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if they'll I mean, they just have stronger engines now, so they could introduce like because the the first game you were in like a car, you were in like some kind of vehicle that transported you and it just kind of moved on its own pretty uh Kind of like Jurassic World, it, when they go in the like the weird bubble things that are like self-driving. Yeah. Oh, um, pretty much just like that. You're right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's just Pokemon Snap is just like the movie Jurassic World. Everybody. It really is. <laughs> it's just like the first half of Jurassic World when everything's going just fine. Yeah, it's just a theme park with dinosaurs in it, and you get to just go out in a bubble around all these dinosaurs this was doomed to fail <laughs> i would love to be in those movies for like the first 20 minutes when things like i want to be one of the people in the beginning of the movie for the first 20 minutes that's leaving the theme park like i already had a good time and i'm going home yeah it's like i'm not here for when the dinosaurs break out i got to go to jurassic park i got to see the dinosaurs i had a good day you know and then i went home <laughs> then i i saw <laughs> Unlike the drive home and the news is like, ah, dinosaurs break out of the park. You're like, oh my God, I was just there. That's yeah, you get that like sinking feeling just like, <laughs> oh, that could have been me. Oh, man. Ooh. Good thing. I, as, soon, as soon as Chris Pratt shows up, just leave. You see Chris Pratt. Well, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. If you see Chris Pratt anywhere, it's time to go. 
Chris Pratt walks in, and I guess this is your house now, buddy. Something, something's <laughs> going on. I'll see you later. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, Chris Pratt's come to visit. And you're like, well, bye. You live Goodbye. here. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if um, new Pokemon Snap will have, like, yeah, a new, like, flying vehicle or something. Because it's kind of like Pokemon as a franchise has kind of built that out more of, like, new modes of transportation for you as, like, people voice wanting new ways to move around the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see them having, like, a flying thing, or was there... There wasn't a water stage. There was a stage where you went next to water, but... No, there was a stage where you were, like, floating down a river. Two oh, stages. The, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that has been done. But flying would be really cool, because there's so many flying Pokemon, and can you imagine them, like, kind of coming through the clouds? And then, like, towards the very end, you see, like, a like a Lugia, and you're just like, <gasps> Lugia! I mean, that would... And that's the kind of excitement... It sounds like you're worried about losing with the internet. It was like someone posting on Twitter, like day one, like, oh, yeah, there's Mewtwo in the back of this cave if you don't leave the level. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, that would have been cool to just see. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my biggest fear. So maybe I'll just have to, like, not go online um, and just play Pokemon Snap for 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even did that for Animal Crossing, like, when... Games like the, when Nintendo games come out that I'm into, it's so special when they're like adventure type games like this. Usually I get it at midnight if I can, if I can get it from a store or if I'm just going to download it. Um, and I'll just play like all night and I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and I'll play all morning. And then like, I'm like, OK, I'm like now 15 hours into this game. I can probably go online. Most likely no one's beat it yet. Yeah. My friends are just like always like faster at it than I am. So they'll be mm. like, oh, my God, this thing. And I'll just be like. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's ever me. <laughs> it's <laughs> what else is there? I was gonna ask you if you remember the promotions that they did with Blockbuster. Holy shit, that's what I was gonna talk about. <laughs> We're just so drift compatible. Drift compatible, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so that's a big that was a big part of it as well. Um I don't think we can really stress to like our younger listeners if we have any. Hopefully you're like mid-teens or something because if you're any younger than that you shouldn't be here you shouldn't be listening we 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 make cusses we're gonna make a cuss right now i just said shit i said i'm pretty sure i said damn like 10 minutes ago (gasps) oh but shadow the hedgehog says that one so it's okay oh right he does shadow so cool i know i love that that hedgehog so edgy the the og hedgehog (laughs) 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 he just take that h right off he like rips the H off his name and just throws it into the bushes. Like, yeah, I'm the real hedgehog now. <laughs> Sonic's like, what are you talking about? You want a chili cheese dog? He's like, I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he just reaches, he takes a bite out of the gun. Mm. <laughs> Sonic's just standing there holding a chili cheese dog, just being like, oh, this guy's okay. fucking dangerous. He just like turns the tails and he's just like, tails, what the hell? Why do we hang out with this guy? <laughs> Well, Sonic, he's kind of like you. What? <laughs> he's your clone. Oh, no. No! <laughs> anyway, they had a promotion with Blockbuster. Younger people that are listening, Blockbuster was like the the I, the I biggest shit. Yes. you. I can't. I was trying to quantify this for a future video I'm doing. I was like, I didn't want to be like, I'm a millennial and things that I like are great. But it's like, you don't. I can't convey to you if you weren't there how important video rentals were. Like how That's, big going to a blockbuster was. I was trying to figure out like 
I'm like, I played so many games growing up, but I know I didn't like I, I owned a fair amount because when you're a kid, like even if you don't have money, your parents try and make it work, you know, when it's like you're like mm-hmm. my thing was games. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get other stuff. But I'm like, I played a lot of games and it was Blockbuster because Blockbuster, you could go and you could borrow like you essentially you borrow it from this place for a week or 10 days. or I don't remember the there's like different windows. There's like mm-hmm. a weekend for like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then there's like a week. And I think there's like a longer one. Yeah, it depended. Like if it was like a new release. You could get it for like a couple days. And if it was like mm-hmm. a I think like average it was five days, but I think for maybe like older stuff, you could get it for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But imagine, if you will, teens, not kids, because kids aren't supposed to be here. <laughs> imagine, if you will, that you don't just like you have an option instead of just playing a demo to rent a full $60 game for like five bucks for a couple days to see if you like it. Like there's really yeah. nothing out there that lets you do that anymore. Like, demos are still a thing, but you can't really get a full feel for the game if this is a game that you want to have. Right. And it's it was like, you could play, as, like, if you beat it, you could, if you really hammer down for some games, you could be like, well, I beat this game I rented for five days, so I don't need my parents to buy it for me. I did it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's like, it's not enough of an experience to want to own it. Like, you played mm-hmm. it, you're done, that's all there is. Um, And then there's games like... um. Pokemon Snap was one I rented a lot. And then the Pokemon um, TCG game on oh, GameCube right. or right. Game Boy, sorry, which is also one of my favorite Pokemon spinoffs. Um, like that game is pretty hard and it takes a while to beat. So like I could play through it and be like, OK, this is something I want to play more in the future. So this is a game that I would want. But in like today, like with all the like the streaming wars happening currently and just being able to like rent new releases, there's nothing equal to that in the video game world where you can just like rent a video game which is wild to me because y'all are missing out (laughs) yeah like i know and as blockbuster started dying like gamefly was around they tried it where they Mm -hmm. mailed you out games i think they i don't know if they still exist but they tried to do like a cloud-based service thing um Mm -hmm. netflix did that for a while it used to be games and movies Um, yeah that was wild yeah it's weird to think about like when netflix started they were they were like a company we made fun of because they were like, yeah, we'll mail you used DVDs and used games. And you're like, I'm not, I don't want that. <laughs> I can go to Blockbuster and have it right now. Why would I wait? Why would I wait for it to come in the, why would I wait for it to come in the mail? Scratch up game desk. Like that was, yeah. that was always the worst when you go to Blockbuster and you get it and you go home and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mom, we got to go back. And your mom's like, we're not going back. We just went, you're like, well, it doesn't work. And they're like, well, we'll return it later. You're like, no, I just, I want them to fix it. <laughs> They have the they have the fixer thing. I need it now. <laughs> I just have a bad story. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so Do it. I um my biggest my biggest blockbuster shame is one time I tricked my mom into renting me um I'm not proud of this. It was Extreme Beat the Extreme Beach volleyball game. Oh no! Dead or alive? <laughs> Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Extreme Beach volleyball? Yes. In my <gasps> defense, I was 15, and for some reason, that game got reviewed on like, uh, what was G4? Like in the middle of the day, and I was like, I'm 15. That's a lot of boob physics. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a bonkers boob physics right there uh and i i got my mom to rent it she didn't check the parental advisory or why it was rated in 17 um (laughs) (laughs) i was i was so excited 
But the universe was protecting my sweet young heart because it didn't go past the start menu, Brenda. Ah! Oh, so he- <laughs> to this day, Austin has not played extreme dead or alive extreme beach volleyball. I haven't. I tried and it like wouldn't go, and I took it as like they were like, you're too young to be what are you doing? It says 17 and up right there, and I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I'm only 15. <laughs> and I never told my mom it didn't work. I just like was like, I'm not meant to, I never get to play this game. I'll wait till I'm an adult to see this. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I don't need this. Yeah, I got older and I was like, well, that's, I do like boobs, but that's not how they work. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> thinking of the boob physics. <laughs> so uh, that that's like a very salient blockbuster memory for me. And the, uh, did your blockbuster have the Pokemon Snap like kiosk? It did. I know exactly where it was in the store. Um, my blockbuster converted into a it closed for like ten years, and then eventually it was a family video. Oh. Um, and you could still see the marks on the carpet for where <laughs> <laughs> the Snap machine was. This is my holy grail collector's item. If like ever I some for some reason have like a couple thousand dollars to like smack down on the table to buy a thing it's gonna be the pokemon snap kiosk i thought so you were this- gonna say you had one and i was going to get off of this podcast recording <laughs> get in my car and drive to your house god i wish i had one i would honestly it doesn't have to work i would honestly if i found like a broken one i just want to have it i just want to put it like against the wall and put like some pokemon figures on top of it and just be like, I own this thing. Like, Just gesture to it when guests come over. <laughs> it's like prominently in my living room, just like, and this is my Pokemon Snap ki- blockbuster kiosk. Should we, we should explain <laughs> what this thing is. <laughs> yes. So this thing is a, like a big box. It's got like Pokemon Splash on the side and it's like, hey, Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. And it has like a N64 controller jutting out from it in a tiny like CRT screen. Um, and it is a place where you could bring your cartridge for Pokemon Snap and like jam it in there and then print off the pictures from your game onto stickers. Which is the coolest thing in the world. It was, it was, um, such an amazing thing because it made, it made your game feel that much more real. Yeah, it did. Cause like back then you couldn't like. Now we have like the cloud and you can like have like so many pictures accessible like all the time. And there's like Mm. personal printers, like photo printers and like that sort of thing. But like in the 90s to be able to like take a picture in a video game and then print it out and like put the stickers all over your binder. It was bananas. It was like there's nothing like that. And it was your own personal sticker. You're like, I took that. Yeah. It's like it's not just like here's some select pictures of Pikachu you can print out. It was like you physically took that picture this is your favorite shot from this game like this is the one where professor oak was just like wonderful (laughs) (laughs) that's a good professor oak thank you (laughs) it's probably better than my sonic the hedgehog (laughs) 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 so yeah nothing had been done like that um here in america they were at blockbuster locations but i also found out that we weren't the only one to have a similar promotion um in australia they had those kiosks at um toys r us stores which oh. is logical that makes sense i get yeah. it and then um in japan they had them at lawson's which is oh, a yeah. very popular chain of konbini which i also learned originated in ohio oh 
So that was wild. <laughs> I I, was, I love Lawson. I I I lived in Japan for a little bit. Um, Ohio, you say? <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like. Deep, deep cut. Good luck getting that joke, everybody. <laughs> Only weebs. <laughs> <laughs> Only the weebs. That's just for the weebs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a chain that's around here in like America anymore, but it's very big in Japan still. So, um, Also, another fun fact real quick. Uh, I'm never going to get to share this ever. Um, big boy. Also originated in Ohio, I believe. I could be wrong. But anyway, mm-hmm. Big Boy, which um, if you look at the map of Big Boy restaurant locations, um, the two places with the highest volume of Big Boys are Michigan and Japan. You know, I, as weird as this is going to sound, being from Michigan and going to live in Japan for a bit, it was not, it was not that different on a systematic level. but it felt very natural being there and i don't know if it was like because i've been studying japanese for so long like because it was my minor or but the more i think about it more i'm like i don't know it was i would see something like that's a lot like michigan like i'd see a big boy like that's a lot like michigan uh (laughs) the way people it was i listen there i know you're like what's awesome talking about come to michigan if you're not from here stay for like three weeks go to japan stay for like three weeks I challenge you to find differences besides that people are speaking different languages. Yeah, I've heard uh, my friend Dante has like said that as well. Like, uh, yeah, Japan and Michigan, there's this weird correlation. We kind of do like the like, oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just like, yeah, yeah. Just just Japanese thing jokes. <laughs> yeah. Just Michigan thing jokes. Like you're talking to someone and I do this on the podcast. I catch myself. You're, you'll be talking to me like, mm, oh, I, I do that. <laughs> I do that, too. You got to have yeah. those fillers so people know you're listening. Yeah. So they're not just like, wow, Brennan hasn't said anything because you here. You just can't not say anything. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. I listen to other podcasts where like they just kind of like, like, where's the other host? They're just gone. And meanwhile, we're just like, oh, what? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was the easiest thing because like we. When we learn Japanese, like, they teach you to do the fillers. Yeah. But everyone in our class, like, our teacher was a native speaker. She's like, oh, you guys are really good at doing fillers. And everyone, everyone in Michigan's like, we just talk like that. We just already do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I did haven't taken, like, a Japanese class, but I've read books. And mm-hmm. so they'll be, like, detailing how to use, like, these fillers in, mm-hmm. like, speech. And I'm just like, do, do people not do this? <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this something I'm supposed to be learning because I've already got it? Right. And same thing, like, I'm a therapist. And, like, when you're learning therapy, it's the same thing. Like, you do filler so your client knows you're, like, being attentive and listening. And you're like, oh, you're really good at that. I'm like, okay, is this a thing not everyone does? Is this not natural? (laughs) Man, language. (laughs) Language. Uh, I remember, so I never tried it because I was always afraid, but I know... I know now being an adult, the way the Pokemon Snap kiosk worked is like there was an N64 in there. And I remember friends being like, I went to my blockbuster and put in like Legend of Zelda and played it when my mom looked around. Yeah, I feel like you could. I don't remember. I'd have to look at like a close up picture. I don't know if you could get to the buttons. You had to have because you had to restart it. Yeah, you had. Yeah, I think you had to have. But it was it's weird to think like, well, yeah, there's an N64 in there somewhere because that's like 
what reads the cartridge. There wasn't like yeah. a special computer. Um, I want one of those kiosks. I know. Just like I said, it doesn't even have to work. I just want one. Like if it has some like paint chippings, I'll fix it. I just like it's a furniture piece. It's a thing I can put things on top of it. Like I just want it. <laughs> um, weird fact: I, my PS One it was a display model at a KB Toys. Oh. So it has like this weird cord coming out of the back that like supposedly would attach to like the monitor that was part of the display. Um, but when KB Toys like started like closing all their locations, um, my dad was working like a job in which he dismantled it and they just left a bunch of stuff there. And uh, one of them was a whole ass PlayStation one. <laughs> just a just whole ass PlayStation one just hanging out. Just hanging out. And so he just took it. <laughs> I want to find, uh, I know there's videos out there of, like, setting up the Pokemon Snap kiosk, like, at home for collectors, um, mm-hmm. but I want to find, like, a commercial for the show notes. Like, there's got to be one out there from Blockbuster. Oh, I think so. I was, I may be researching the kiosk for a video, so <laughs> I will, I will find that commercial. Um, I've seen other, like, videos, like, so, like, D- Did You Know Gaming did an episode of Pokemon Snap, mm-hmm. um, and they, in that, like, that video have a commercial. So it exists out there somewhere, and I just have to find it. I was I, trying to find print ads, and I couldn't find any print ads. Which was... Oh, bummer. Yeah, I remember the Pokemon Snap trail commercial trailer. I can't remember like what it would have been called, but I remember... Um, do you remember when the N64 was around? The slogan was like, get, and then the N64 symbol, or get out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to think of the N64's marketing as a whole. It was... A weird time they didn't know what they wanted like i think they still thought the only way to get people into games in america was to be like aggressive and nintendo's a very not aggressive company <laughs> they were like we the sega genesis is completely demolishing us so we have to have the same kind of ad campaign and they just are not good at it's it. just different it was, they're just such a different company and i mean i'm glad they found their voice because nintendo is like Far far and wide, Nintendo allows other games to exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is good. Like, uh, Xbox and PlayStation around because Nintendo allows it, in my, in my opinion. Because anytime Nintendo does anything, the whole world stops. Yeah, it's like, everyone's like, oh, well, the Xbox is these specs, and the PS5 is these specs. And Nintendo's just like, I've created a good quality game that can be played by people of all ages. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah! Nintendo's like, here's a 10-minute video about a Pokemon MOBA, and it's all the internet talks about for, like, two days. <laughs> yeah, I think we've been talking about the Pokemon MOBA longer than people talked about the PS5. Yeah. Like, the, the whole last PS... Like, God, it's ugly. <laughs> it's not... It, like, people made memes, and then everyone, like, was like, well, that'll come out eventually, I don't know. Like, people are like, when's it come out? And they're like, later. And I was like, okay, I'll see you later. Uh, Pokemon yeah. MOBA, you say? MOBA on my phone! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when new Pokemon Snap got announced, I was... So I was working with a client. Like, we were doing telehealth. Again, there's a pandemic going Um, And my client, like, kind of paused for a second and then was like, oh my god. And I was like, oh, is everything okay? He's like, a new Pokemon Snap game just got announced. <laughs> he, he got, like, a notification on his computer in the corner and clicked it. <laughs> and it <laughs> It's like he's like i'm sorry i just got distracted i was like no no this is a very big deal one second <laughs> this is important <laughs> you like hit the pause on the timer you're like oh 
um so it just permeates like every i'm very excited because like we said at the start it makes the the world of pokemon feel alive and the newer games have tried to replicate that like in sword and shield when you go to the big uh the wild areas Mm -hmm. um there are like big pokemon just walking around i mean in the new expansion uh isle of armor you can see a whale lord out in the ocean as a big giant whale (laughs) i love that he because he is a big giant whale um like i saw it and i gasped i was like oh my god that's a full ass whale lord just hanging out (laughs) he's not tiny he's a big boy (laughs) um and so like those kinds of things like help but it's still not it's not the way pokemon snap does it where you're like you're not out to fight them or run from them or catch them like you're just there and they make the game in a way where like the pokemon recognize you someone like not in you're not it's like one of the games you're not an adversary to pokemon like they're not your goal yeah it's like you get to see them just kind of like in their natural environment um which is pretty interesting so you get to see like oh there's all these rapidashes around this volcano Mm -hmm. and you get to see um vulpix having a good party with his buddies and there's like Pikachu eating an apple and oh, he gives it to Dugtrio. And like, you just see like Pokemon as you would if you went to like a nature preserve or Jurassic mm-hmm. World. <laughs> Jurassic Because you've got a dome on, you're protected. These Pokemon can't hurt you. Um, if they pass out on the tracks, you hit them, but they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm just interested. Yeah, I want to see what they do. I'm very excited for like what the future could hold for this because I think it could be really fun. Like either they could just add like new mechanics, maybe they could add a plot. I'm always very plot plot driven. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a big plot. I just love plots. Um, which I think is why I liked Pokemon Coliseum a lot cuz like that's very plot driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pokemon Black and White was also very plot driven. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why like those are a couple of my favorites. Sword and Shield feels pretty plot driven. Yes, I liked that one, even though the plot was bananas. But the plot <laughs> in Black and White is also bananas. <laughs> yeah, the plot in Black and White is very bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the plot in Sword and Shield. Uh, I won't give away spoilers in case someone here is like, I haven't played it yet or I'm not done um, or whatever. But just like one of the interesting things is like, usually you're like, I have to go fight God. Like you're like 11 <laughs> or whatever. And you're like, I have to fight God. <laughs> And in Sword and Shield, you're a little bit older, it feels like. They never say your age, but you feel like you're in more like 13-year-old teenager than 10. Yeah, because you're just, like, dealing with some really big things. <laughs> um, But they, they also still, every time, like, the what we may consider as adults who played a lot of the games the real plot, you know? Every time it comes mm-hmm. up, the adults around are like, well, you're a kid, so leave. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I want to help. And they're like, no, you're a kid. Go. <laughs> you're- 10 so <laughs> sorry yeah that's what you do feel a lot older i hadn't thought about that um yeah um, black and white i feel like you have to be older too i don't know yeah i don't know the official thing but it, i just like that it was like well you're in the middle of your gym challenge so you are cannot handle this so i need you to leave right now yeah like <laughs> get out get out and let the oh god the adult characters are so good like there's like very subtle like character moments so you get mm-hmm. to know them even though they're kind of just mostly saying like go do something else (laughs) yeah (laughs) you kind of have to like let the story like unfold and it does it yeah sword and shield is really good (laughs) i like sword and shield a lot um yeah i so i'm interested for this new pokemon snap what what is 
Because I imagine I'll have a lot more Pokemon. I don't know if they have all of them because they have made a lot. And even Sword they and Shield. Can't. Sword and Shield doesn't have all of them. And people are mad. And they were like, listen, guys, that would be close to 900 Pokemon. <laughs> we cannot fit that many in a game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. There are too many. Like, so it's how do you model all of those individually? They would just have to have a team. Because now the Pokemon all have like very unique like animations mm-hmm. and like personalities. And, like, quirks that they do? Like, how do you program that? How do you rig that? How do you model that? You'd have to have, like, a team of, like, just dozens and dozens of people. (laughs) To ask that of people is absolutely... Especially now that you can see them out in these wild areas. Um, And now you can... Mm -hmm. In the expansion, it's only on the expansion island, but you can have your lead Pokemon out with you. Yeah. And to ask someone to rig, like, 900 different unique Pokemon to possibly do that with you yeah yeah no. that's impossible like, <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> you wouldn't get like the unique personality quirks you do like because in that ex- once i angel's here hi angel i get hi, it. angel anyway angel's my cat um you wouldn't get like the fact that in the new expansion like if you have snom following you snom is very slow so mm-hmm. he's like way behind you or you wouldn't get like what's a couple other quirks that i've seen um Dunsparce just kind of like waddles around like mm-hmm. all of those unique things that make the game like really interesting and playable if someone had to do that for every single pokemon you wouldn't get things that are that interesting and cool there's yeah. just not time they would all just have a simple move animation that they follow you with and that'd be yeah it. like you used to get in like um heart gold and soul silver like mm-hmm. which you know that then that was like pretty cool but now we demand more because technology is more so what i was gonna ask what is the like your you get they ask you like what one pokemon is gonna be in pokemon new pokemon snap and it may not be in it i'm not saying it has to be but like what is it like you hope you get to see oh man i would love to see lugia okay because i i do love lugia a lot i would also just like to see an esper i think esper is just very cute okay Um, I haven't seen enough of them 3D modeled because I, they, I think they were in the last games. I don't remember. But anyway, I never caught one. <laughs> so I just want to see one. One of my favorite Pokemon. Just cute, round, purple cat with big eyes. Mm-hmm. I love him. What would your Pokemon of choice be? Uh, It's a toss-up between Arcanine and Venusaur. Both cool ones. But both of those were in the original. Yeah, both of them are like, you'd think they're pretty safe, but like Bulbasaur yeah. wasn't originally in sword and shield only charmander made it they added bubble sword with this expansion now yeah so. that was like pretty disappointing when they were just like you know the pokemon in the pokedex that's number one uh, he's not gonna be here charmander's here though why because charizard charizard <laughs> i'm sick of these sick of these <laughs> flame boys <laughs> charizard again why can't leon have a venusaur nope charizard because it's cool <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool and i'm like Okay, but... So I want to, like, in my head, I can see, like, the shot I want for an Arcanine. I want an Arcanine, like, on, like, a cliffside or something, looking majestic. And I want to find a Venusaur, like, in a... Like, there's a field, and you see a flower, and you're like, oh, a flower. And then, like, a Venusaur gets up, you're like, oh, I wasn't ready, and you missed the shot, so you have to do the stage again. (laughs) The whole stage again, just to get that Venusaur. (laughs) Yeah. I would like... One thing, Angel's in front of my mic. All right. I would like a... Just a line of, like, you're going through, like, this valley, like, this 
spooky cliff valley Mm -hmm. and you look up and there's just a line of esper staring (laughs) down at you (laughs) i would like to horrify children playing this game (laughs) it's is it really a nintendo game if there isn't one thing that scares you you know i guess that's right there's always some there's always like one thing that you're like hey what (laughs) pokemon games just always have one ghost human character in them always and it's like it never like ties into anything bigger except for maybe like the first one. Um, it it's just unnecessarily scary. Like I think it was X and Y. You would like walk into this room and this ghost girl just like yeah, post up next go- to you. The ghost say, girl. Yeah, yeah. And she would just say like cryptic shit, and then you would be like, "Well, what was that?" And then she's gone. There's one where like so. you walk into the room and the room feels like it glitches, and she walks like into the room through a wall and out through a different wall, and th- that plot points never resolved <laughs> yeah never it's just there to scare you and then like di- maybe it was di- pearl diamond and pearl maybe platinum or you like get a letter and you have to go deliver this letter and then you find out the person with their letter is dead yeah it's like why do you do this <laughs> why do you try to scare i'm an adult and i'm scared you're like what was the point and they're like yeah nah, sometimes you gotta be afraid and then okay. um in sun and moon there's the trainer who's like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm a princess from an ancient dead world that like the weird ancient man you keep seeing is my uncle. And you're like, what? And that's never brought up again. <laughs> and she's like one of the gym leaders. Like she's just <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I'm from this lost civilization. Hmm. Anyway, I'm a ghost trainer. No, wait, that last thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you're, you're a ghost? Yeah, fight me. Then you fight What? (laughs) There's always something weird like that. Yeah, and I feel like Pokemon Snap didn't have that kind of weird, spooky thing. So I would like to propose that new Pokemon Snap has a row of espers staring down at you, and you have to solve a puzzle to get them to come down so you can take a picture of them. That would be cool. I was thinking of something else scary, which is a drift bloom with a kid you see in the woods, but you look back and the kid's gone. Oh my god, that'd be really scary. Oh, or like you see like off in the distance, just like a bunch of drift blooms and you like hear like kids voices. If you have like micro- like headphones on and you can just. Oh, yeah, play. they'll they'll be able to do like cool, like sound work with this one. Wow. This game is going to be great. I don't. Even, oh, I'm so. I don't even think they told us. Is it this year? Did they even tell us like when they just say we're making it? <laughs> they did not say when it's coming out. I hope they just like um like maybe September. Like they're just like, all right, you know what the world needs? Pokemon Snap right now, and I'm just right like, now. yay! <laughs> this is what the world needs, because by that time, everyone's going to be like, eh, Animal Crossing, eh. <laughs> Although, now in Animal Crossing, you get to swim, so... I can't wait. <laughs> that's what's going to get, because I'd kind of fallen off the Animal Crossing wagon. I was like, no, I'm reading books now. <laughs> I feel like every time I start falling off the wagon, they're like, we have another free update, and I'm like, oh, you got me. Okay, let's you go. You got me. Okay, swimming. Yeah, I like swimming. <laughs> nice. Is there anything else that you would like to say about Pokemon Snap? Uh, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> nice. Well, this was episode nine of Secret History of Nerd Mysteries. My name is host Brenda. My name is host Austin. Thank you so much for listening. Our music is brought to you by Freedom Trail Studios. You can find them on YouTube. You can find 
us on Twitter at Nerd Mysteries. That is where you can find us, and you can find me personally, host Austin, at Sailor Scout Austin. That's Sailor, spelt like the Sailor, and then Scout is only SCT, and then Austin, because the full thing was too long. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Batman and Sa- Ooh, mm. Wait. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Batman and Sabin. B A T M A N S O B B I N. And um, that's Oscar my Twitter Meyer handle. Oscar has a way with me. <laughs> wow, I've... You know... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was the one who did not bring that joke home. I spelled my own username wrong. Thank- it was me who failed the joke. <laughs> Th- thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, until the next mystery. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> and scene.